What's up? Welcome in. It is, uh, I'm just calling them, it's just another Monday at this point. CHGO Bears podcast. A manic Monday? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Today's a confusing day. The Bears lost to the Packers, and I'm like not that upset about anything. Uh, Welcome in. (laughs) We are sponsored by DraftKings. Of course, use that code CHGO when you sign up. Get up to $150. What was that, Carl? That's my friend, my guy, Mubs. He's, you know, sup, Carm. Sup, Mubs. My dude, what was that like? I don't know what this is. Oh, you was rocking on Texas. Go horns. Hook Hook horn? <laughs> there's a there's a thing going on between me and Will where he is he is he's you, you got me on the capris now. Th- now this is messed up. Nah, but see, it worked though. You Look know? at what you're wearing. Look at what you're wearing. You got some f- nice, I got stylish, good, long I got, socks. I got pink socks on today. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but I mean. Do I got to work on this? No, I didn't know. I I didn't know what Hook was going horns, on. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, don't, I mean, yeah, it was almost a little bit of a ASL. I love you, which yeah, my daughter and I yeah, like to do to each other. I was other. just a little confused. That's yeah. what I was asking. No, 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 no. I, 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 I listen. You're making me better, so you can just, just there we go. Keep them coming here. Uh, yeah, what a morning it has been. By it, the way, I, it's, it's nice to talk to you. We've been in the same room for two and a half hours, and you, you haven't said three words. <laughs> You came in with your standard Monday scowl. You, you're, you're, you've been focused. <laughs> you, you've been focused in your Hogue world, and then like towards the end of the morning, you kind of like got excited that you wanted to speak, and I was, I was right. focused in at that point. Welcome in, Adam Hogue, Corey Wood, Mark Carmen. People need to know that like Carm on Monday mornings is just like locked in. He is. Like you come in here, he's the first person in here because you do Fox at like what six thirty or something. See, see here, the, here's what happens. Okay, just so so you have a full look at the picture. I do Fox at six twenty in the morning, so the alarm goes off at five thirty. Last night, you know, my 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 buddy Seth Marks, who's been in town, was on the show. I end up having like the Italian feast over at Topo Gigio, thanks to the people at Topo Gigio. Wow. Not that, not that. Uh, you just did it again, by the way. You went like this. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. And so, Topo, what's up? And and so it was a big meal. A lot, a lot of carbs going down. Five thirty hits quick. And, and then I get out of there, you know, the adrenaline of being on TV. Then I get in here. There's nobody here. It's, it's 6.45 in the morning. The, 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 the tired wave hits. And then by the time you get here at 10, that's when I'm really got to, okay, day, dude, you got to really kick this in and, and figure out. Like, I watched, I watched the first half of the Bears game, rewatching it. By, by halftime, I mean, I'm dead asleep in the chair. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> so, so by the time you get here at 10, now, now it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's totally Crunch go time. time. And so you spent 17 minutes watching Deion Sanders' and Press and conference. then you threw me into the Dion press conference. Did you see the Dion press conference? Amazing. That's I, not- I, I heard uh, bits and pieces of it, yeah. I mean, that is a wild press conference. That's not why we're here. This is the yeah. Bears show. But this dude just coming in, they're like, yeah, y'all better get in the portal. <laughs> <laughs> Bring my own players. That, they all, all coaches, all college coaches do that. That's like, yeah. like uh, I, I heard I, someone posted about um, Ed Ogeron when he went to Ole Miss, and he basically he said he would fight anyone if they thought the old – guy like the same ways like i mean it's just college coaches man and he's right by the way like they all say it. it's just he of course had like a camera crew with him didn't so. they say Dion got like the most five-star recruits that colorado's ever got i mean like it, he yeah. will already I think, I think they got like oh, four man. or five-star recruits it's been there for a minute exactly yeah, i think that's the Dion effect the prime prime time honestly I, I think he's getting underpaid too I yeah, for, he's not getting as much as luke fickle at wisconsin I, I, but, but I, you realize that if you're if you're a high school player um why wouldn't you go for Colorado for NIL deals? Yeah. You have Prime, arguably Pri- the flashiest coach that's going to get you paid. 
Uh, why wouldn't you go there? You know what Prime said about NIL though. He's like, I don't. He looked at all of them. He's like, listen, I'm not interested in NIL. I'm listening. To, I'm 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 interested in NFL. Oh yeah. He's, he's but you, you're going to tell me he's not. Oh, they're still going. Yeah. No. Then he, at it. the end of it, he was sitting there talking about yeah. their social media. By the way, Prime or Flus? Who would you rather have? Ha. Oh, Flus. Flus. Oh, you for the for. For the NFL, pro- that, yeah, he that's, ain't that's ready. Too college, that's too college. Like, yeah, he's yeah. not. Forget ready. about whether or not he could coach or not. If 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 Prime you was know. the head football coach of the Chicago Bears, yeah. that'd be the most entertaining thing of all time. Sure, but it would he's be not all about him. Though. Five stars <laughs> recruits to the NFL. I mean, I what wish would, he could. What would Prime have said to Equiminius St. Brown yesterday, and after uh, he didn't come back on the football that Justin Fields called out, and so did the Flues. What would Prime say? What would Prime say, Hogue? He'd probably say the wide receiver needs to come back on the ball. He'd probably say hit the, <laughs> hit the portal. Yeah, hit the portal, dude. Get out of here. Um, okay. All right, well, we've got a lot to talk about. By the way, Greg Braggs, yeah. you left your water bottle here again. I think the last thing you said when you left here yesterday is, I'm not going to leave my Where water bottle. It? It's up there on that shelf back there. It's not on screen. Of course it's not water. It's brick juice. Unless that's the same, the same bottle from last that week. That might think be the same bottle from last week, and I think he remembered his bottle yesterday, but he didn't pick up his Wait, bottle from the last week. Wasn't that the same bottle? Did he have milk in I swear it? that's the same bottle. 2%. Rise and Rise and Go to work. Okay? Brick by brick. I'm Braggs. Okay? The Green Bay Packers have more wins than the Chicago Bears. I'm driving, and I'm taking a video at the same time. It's real safe. But I'm still. And I don't have my seatbelt on. But I'm still a big Because nothing can affect me. I lay bricks. Brick by brick, the Bears will get this back. All right, I'm flipping. Braggs, I love you, man. Yeah, I love you, bro. I'm a Bears fan. All right, let's get into some of this Bears talk. Um. Carm has major problems with, with the quarterback. No, I, it's not major. I just was surprised and a little perturbed that I got pushed off it by the chat yesterday, which is on me, pointing the thumb. It was a little bizarre after the game that both him and the head coach said that Equiminius St. Brown should have come back to the football. That's rare in my mind, that a quarterback would not just put it on himself, let alone a quarterback in his second year on a 3-10 and football team. I thought that was a little bit off. Not a huge deal. I don't think it's going to completely wreck the locker room. But then he also said, when I watched the press conference, he also said that David Montgomery didn't hit the hole exactly correct. So this... I'm like, we... What's happening right now? It's like, probably just frustration. That's like, what I that's, think. That's, that's, that's the biggest thing. That's what I think. There's guys like, get frustrated, and the same thing happens every week. And but, then, but what was it, also interesting... The was, rest of his conference, I think, yeah. what press conference what is what Jose was going to say. And it, it's true. The rest of the press conference, I felt the most comfortable I've ever felt back there. Sure, statistically, this yeah. is one of my best games. I mean, he was... And absolutely, the wins are going to start coming. So maybe this is just him that he's just kind of sort of an honest speaking dude. Like they asked him last week about the, you know, Flus won't give a, an ounce on, on his injury. Yeah. yeah, I've got torn ligaments and I got this and I got that. Like he's maybe he just speaks honestly and that's just him which, and I which, sort of. Which have is why to, I don't have a problem with it. Like it did not come off in any way as a. Like a bl- put the blame yeah. on him. Like it's his fault. Like last it, week yeah. when Kylo Murray said we were schematically fucked <laughs> in his press conference. Like, that's okay. That's blunt. That's, that's a little, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, this was, I thought, 
guys, can we not punish the pl- – we, we sit here and we go, all they do is say coach speak. They don't tell us anything. They, you know, they never tell us the truth. And then when they're honest, we're going to kill them for being honest? Like, I, I don't like that. All, all he's saying is what happened on the play. Yeah. You could argue that maybe you should have thrown in an extra line. Like, yeah, maybe I should have not thrown that ball. Or maybe I should have yeah. looked elsewhere. Because I don't like the match. My problem with Fields on that particular play is – I just don't like the matchup, Equinemius versus uh, Jair Alexander in that exactly. situation. Like, should we be surprised that Jair Alexander jumped that? No, I don't like the matchup, and I think someone else might have been open on the play. But he's absolutely right, and Flus is right, too, that it was a terrible route, and he did not come back to the ball. Exactly. Once, once you make the mistake, if we're going to call it a mistake, of throwing it, you want your wide receivers to help you out, and he didn't help them out on that play. It, like bat it down, something go go for the ball, he, and he kind of kind of gave up on it a little bit, you know. But he tried in the back end. He's, he's he, he tried to pull it out. Yeah. But in, in that situation, I feel like that he ran like like Ho said he ran a bad route, and at that point, when you see the balls coming there, you see him jumping it. You got to go in there and try to try to hit it before it gets there. But he tried after the play. Yeah. But I think it's a combination. So Justin feels like people were like like you that felt a certain way, and I think it's just. His initial reaction, right? And and I agree with Hogue. He should have said, and I could have thrown it better, or I should I could have thrown it to a different receiver. Something there was somebody else open. But uh yeah, I think people are making too much of this. Um but in this game and by I, people, you mean Mark Carmen. <laughs> oh, it's it, it, no, it's been a topic today. It, it, it's yeah. it's around. I've heard it in a bunch of places. Yeah. I, and I, I think it's a, it's it's a little bit of frustration too. I, right? What, because uh, you're so close. And in this game, before those two picks. Justin Fields was lights out pretty yeah. much, right? He's 20 of 24, I think, at one point. Uh, you know, two long bombs, like very comfortable back there. You said confident what he said in the press conference. And then those two interceptions, that kind of derailed everything. And one of it was on St. Brown a little bit. And the last one, you know, was a tough one to Pettis. Um, so, yeah, he played, He played. I mean, almost four quarters of, of pretty dang good football, and especially passing the ball. Who 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 was the scariest player on the football field yesterday besides Jack Sanborn? Who is, besides Jack Sanborn? <laughs> I'm just that, I just threw that in there. But seriously, who like when you line up? I, I when you line it was up Sanborn. The, go ahead. I really we get into Sanborn yeah, in okay. our next segment. But but I'm just talking about like, if you're if you're game planning during the week, yep. like at this point. Between the two sides in a Bears Packers game, Packers game, like who's causing the most disruption in that game plan? Who are you most worried about? Justin Fields. The answer right now is Justin Fields. Yeah. It, it, it's even more than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because Rodgers we saw can still pick you apart. You know, if you're gonna have um, uh, a weird third and four where your two safeties back, everybody else is in man, and you're gonna play off seven yards and they're gonna get an easy slant. Yeah, he's still gonna kill you on that, but he can't move like he used to. It's, it's, it's field. He's the most dangerous player on the field every week. Like, sometimes I think we overanalyze this a little bit too much. That's what he's become. He wasn't that earlier in the season. Yep. Now he is. It's that simple. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think, like, as, as a former defensive lineman, going against somebody like Justin Fields, you're staying up at night thinking about, you know, what he can do, the zone reads, his scrambling. Hey, if we're not rushing all together, we don't have everybody in the rush lanes, he'll pick us apart. And now he's getting more confidence as a passer as well. So it's just a different element. And I think when it's all said and done, I think Justin Fields can be a top-five quarterback. I 100%. If you, if you put the offensive line around him, you put the weapons, and we actually have a defense that can pass rush and stop the run, I think Justin Fields will be a top-five quarterback. 
hands down. Like, he has all the tools and talent. I think in this game, he flashed everything we needed to see him, him, him as a passer. But it's just about those two interceptions, you know, like, yeah. that really skewed things. Because he played a pretty dang good game up until that point. But, but you know what? I I still like that they – this might sound weird. I'm not glad he threw those two interceptions. I'm glad that, like, he had this overall game where – when he says he felt comfortable, yep. I agree. There was an early throw, one of his first throws in the game, where he just looked more comfortable in the pocket. And the throw he made to Equinemius, it like went off to the right. It was kind of like, um, um, like, I don't know if it was technically a corner or not, but it went off to the right side, it downfield. It just, the way he threw it, the rhythm, it looked smooth. It looked comfortable. And he carried that throughout the game. And then... Gets to the end of the game, and there's now a couple plays that they can analyze and be like, yo, you got to learn that when you have 19 against their best corner, maybe look at somewhere else. Maybe exactly. you can't rely on him to come back to the ball. When you're in this, I don't give him a pass. In fact, I have more of a problem with the second interception. Yeah. And, and, and the reason is because I think some people are giving him a pass, like, oh, you know, you're just throwing the ball up. The game's pretty much over. Except here's the thing. You're on the fringe of field goal range. The only chance of winning that game is to check the ball down, kick right. the field goal, do an onside kick. Like, the more experienced quarterbacks in the league are going to know that exactly. and not make that same mistake. It's not chuck the ball up for and look for a prayer time, well, especially because the ball didn't even go in the end zone. Right. That was triple coverage, too. It just was a, it was a bad, bad throw. throw. But I, I, let me be clear. I don't have any doubt that Justin Fields is 1,000% headed in the right direction and may get all the way to where you just put him with top five. I think that's on the table for him. That, that, is, that is absolutely the potential. That is his potential. I also think that it, it is important that he's playing in these games. So yesterday, to your point, Hogue, that it's great that he's out there and he's experiencing all this. And I also think, like, let's just underline that he has insane 56-yard historic three person to run for 50 yard touchdowns the only person in the history of the NFL I mean let that sink in the history of the NFL it's pretty significant there but he also is still progressing as to you know what he's going to be the I, this is more a question I guess for you to, to Hoag's point though is he are most quarterbacks not that you were playing QB on an NFL level but are most quarterbacks processing that receiver is being covered by that guy in that moment, when I mean, is, can do they do that that fast, or is he more just like, that's my that's my read, and he's not necessarily fully aware of who's guarding him in that moment. So, so I think in in situations it depends. Like sometimes they want to exploit certain matchups, like Hogue was saying, like you maybe want to avoid that corner just because he's more of a shutdown guy. Um, so I think it was a situation that everything was happening fast. You know, we're kind of hurrying up, trying to get things going, and I think that was the first read on that particular play. And then, like I said, it was a bad route, bad throw, kind of combination of everything. So, yeah, I think I think it's the more he gets experience with things, the more he's going to realize, okay, like Hoke said, I'm going to check it down. I'm going to go the yeah. other way because this is a bad matchup right now for what we're trying to accomplish. Right? Yeah, I mean, and in, in this particular case, you, you know, that is the matchup you see pre-snap. I'm looking at it right now. It, you know, it's, it's Alexander playing pretty far off, mm -hmm. too, on – on Brown, which means you He's, know off coverage, that comeback's not going to work as well, right? You want to you want to be up on that guy, put your foot in the ground, come back. Yeah. That's how you're going to create those separation. If he's going to play off there, he's got a better chance to break, to break on, on. Yep. and and that's what he did. His he's playing, 
with his eyes towards the quarterback yeah. too. So he's not even really reading the receiver on that. It, to me, that's why I I'm, I guess I'm going to put like 60% of the blame on the wide receiver for it turning into an interception, but I still think the decision was wrong off the top. And his for the record, his, his route wasn't really the huge problem. It was just how he just couldn't stop himself. Like he wasn't. I don't know. He yeah. didn't. He didn't veer off the path. He just like I don't know how much the turf gets. He just didn't look like there he was, was no separation. Yeah, he, you know, he, he just it wasn't. And maybe that is. What, I was, guess. what does that play? Third and eight. Uh, it was first and ten. Oh, first it, and ten. Okay. It was right after okay. the the bullet he threw to Cole Komet up the middle. Yeah, like like on the post. And Kim, it's and Komet was wide open on that play too. Uh he was open. It's a check down though. That's. It, that's all we needed, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I would have actually gone to Pettis to the right, who could have easily gotten out of bounds, picked up some yards. But, it, it, I, I'm still happy he's going through those moments, though, like getting back yeah. to the original point. Like, my my hope going into this game, more so than anything else, was that the silver lining of him dealing with the shoulder is they were going to have to let him play quarterback more and let him develop more as a passer. Exactly. And that happened in this game, both good and bad, mostly good, and then a couple bad plays at the end. I think you come out of this with your quarterback feeling as good as you could possibly feel about a quarterback who threw two interceptions the last couple of minutes of the game, That's if that true. makes sense. Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. And I think this game was good for him just in this future, right? Learning when to slide, when to not take certain hits and things of that nature. So it was, it was great to see because there was a couple of times where he scrambled, he got down really quick. And I think for his future, he's a mobile quarterback, right? He, he's always going to be sure. able to run and do that. So he's got to learn how to how to take some hits, how to not take hits, not take the big hits at all. So it'll be good for his longevity and the rest of his career. He did, I think, a, a, I guess the word would be outstanding job on that as far as not getting himself cracked in ways that you didn't want to see. Uh, minus Luke Getze calling a quarterback sneak, which was insane to me. But <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like that call either. That was early in the game, and I guess he only did call one of them. But one too many but that's fine he like field survived it we're moving forward i i i mean listen i mean i guess i can, can we flip real quick to the other side of the ball yeah. oh man so <laughs> can how, we take a break and then get yeah we, we can do that 57 is that what you want to talk about no i want i want to ask Wood a very basic question on defensive how line. how many <laughs> how many defensive linemen do you need to have an effective defensive line cuz we cuz we're not going to be able to get four and <laughs> and we're lucky to get one but do we need two and and we need cuz i don't think anybody out there i think we can all agree in the chat and on this set and 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 and, and Lawrence's entire family Nobody wow. wants to watch okay. the Bears rush the quarterback the way they're rushing the quarterback right now. It is, it's it's awful. It is children you know, versus. I, I, men. I never want to like, knock like players that are out there, you know, because they're they're giving effort and all this, but it's it's hard to watch because I feel like the secondary played pretty good. Yeah, yeah. you know, and to be able to hold Rodgers to 182 yards when he had, I counted one time, he had 18 seconds. To back there, seconds. eighteen seconds. I'm, I'm like, oh my goodness, like that is forever. And he still, it was still an incomplete pass at that point. You're like, oh my goodness, like literally, he's sitting back there. He's making a sandwich. He's drinking a coffee. Like they're giving up. They literally like, please throw the football. We're not going to get to you. Just throw it, and then let's go on to the next. Play. And I feel bad for Allen Williams. Like we're putting a lot of blame on him, but there really isn't much there. Like. 
I'm Taco out. Charlton, he just got signed here. He's probably our best pass rusher. He's the only one who actually hit Rodgers. He, yeah. he, he it, it, it didn't go down in the stat sheet because there was a bad holding call on Jalen Johnson that was not holding after I rewatched it this morning. It was morning. a huge play. They scored a touchdown in the next yeah, play, too. Yeah. But, um, but, it, but like, I, I, I really feel bad for the secondary. Like, imagine having to cover uh, guys, and Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, and, and he has 12 to 18 seconds. Like, that's, yeah. that's not fair. To the secondary, so Allen Williams, like you have to dial up something. You can't leave him out to dry out there, like like you did on Sunday. And, and they tried a couple times bringing Sanborn, um, and he had he did have one pressure where he ran around forever. I'm talking yeah. about Sanborn now and pushed Rodgers out and forced an incomplete pass. But like that's the best they could do is blitz their undrafted linebacker and, and hope to get pressure. It's crazy. Yeah, it's. I mean, anytime you have a defensive line that can't generate pressure in at least five six seconds like you're like push the pocket anything there's, anything. there's none of that yeah. at all yeah. like none of that all right well let's get into sanborn here in a second but first I want to tell you uh and you've heard me t- tell you about it daily shady rays if you haven't jumped in and gotten them yet you should now because they never understood why sunglasses were so expensive and they set out to change it they've done it you do not have to break the bank for quality sunglasses because they have premium polarized shades i was wearing them again driving down this morning Featuring world-class optical clarity, durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. And the best part about Shady Rays is their lost and broken replacement program. If you lose or break them on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked, no matter what you do with them. Lose them, whatever. They don't care. They will send you a new pair. No questions asked. There's Lawrence rocking them if you're watching on YouTube right now. Dang, you looking cool. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> even if uh and e- here's the thing, even with that strong protection program, you might think, well, the sunglasses must be cheap then. They're not. They have the quality, and Lawrence is holding them right now. He can tell you, and customers agree with over two hundred thousand five star reviews that they are indeed durable, good sunglasses. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. Right now, here's what you do. Exclusive for our listeners. Check out Shady Rays. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. Oh, there you go, buddy. There we go. I'm going to bring my Shady Rays in tomorrow, uh, if I which are you just, sweet. You got cool. they've, got, they've got that look, and they've got the Lawrence look, and they've got this other cool look, too. I mean, look at Hoagie just all of a sudden. I know. You put him on Carm. He went straight. he's that, flooding, too. Should I, should I do the Carm? Oh Come on, God. baby. It, 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 it takes the flood away. <laughs> you don't even see the flood at that point. By the way, as you know, as a tennis champion over here, 4-0-A league. In, in, yeah, what, the le- Deer, what league? 4-0-A, Deer Creek. What's up? The 60 uh, and up league? Hey, is that yeah, what you play? Yeah, hey, champion's was, champion. I don't care if you win the Mayo yeah, Bowl yeah. or the 408 tennis league. Got, got bumped up a level. <laughs> uh, you know, no big no big deal over here. Started the level 0-1. That's okay, Mayank. I'll get you next time, my friend. But how did I get there? I got there with Next Evo. My friends at Next Evo, if you want the best in smart Sorb technology, getting your CBD into your system in as little as 10 minutes, unlike other CBD brands that you got to wait on. 
This is a uh, a regular CBD oil that uh, the, the, this the, it works more slowly because of how our bodies process the oil based ingredients compared to the water soluble uh, supplements. Woot! This is the good stuff right here. Uh, and regular CBD only achieves a two in ten percent absorption. So over ninety percent of what you think you're getting that goes to waste. That's not the deal with Next Evo. Next Evo takes you to the next level. They got the pills and they've got the cream. You want to get smarter CBD from Next Evo Naturals. And you want to get up to 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more at nextevo.com forward slash podcast. Use that promo code BEARS. That is N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com slash podcast. Stress, trouble sleeping, looking for better absorption, Fast acting, all that you want to be doing the next evil thing. N e x t e v o dot com slash podcast and use that promo code Bears. Bears. Love my, I love my next evil baby. Let's it works, go. man. Stuff's right. good. It's good stuff. Brother. I like it. So cream. You know who needs some next evo this this morning, and probably a lot more treatment too. Could He's, be uh, Packers center. Oh, Josh Myers. What because of what Jack Sanborn repeatedly did uh, to this the guy. human torpedo. <laughs> so right before we started the show, uh, Woot and I got in uh, Studio B. We did a film breakdown of just some of the nasty stuff that Jack Sanborn did in the game yesterday. Um, I knew he had a good game. I didn't realize how good of a game it was until went back and watched it last night, this morning. There's just I ended up having six plays to go through with you where – it's just like the physicality. He's yep. going through offensive linemen, taking out multiple guys at a time. The instincts, the speed that he allegedly didn't have coming out of college. I, I mean, I know I've been on the Jack Sanborn train since they drafted him, but I never thought we'd be sitting here late in the season going, yeah, I think he's your Mike, ba- your Mike Backer next year without a doubt. He a thousand percent is. If, if he's not the Mike Backer, they're doing something wrong because – Everything he showed on a week-to-week basis, this is multiple weeks in a row. He's playing at a high level, right? And especially undrafted, you know, rookie. He's the quarterback of the defense at this point, right? He's calling the plays out. He's playing fast, disciplined. He's the most disciplined defensive player we got right now, right? So he is doing everything. And physical, physical, like old-school type mentality. Hogue, people are going to see the breakdown later. We're going we're to release that. But there was a couple times, like you talked about, he literally launched himself into two offensive linemen, took them out, took Aaron Jones out, and then took out Dylan on one of the other plays. It's I'm talking insane. about I'm destroying people. You're talking about Josh Myers. He's looking for the trainers on the side like, come here, I'm, I'm hurt. Yeah, Jack Sanborn, baby. Like, we, we found our mic at the future. Like, that's one concern we don't have to address in the offseason, a thousand percent. How about his instincts? The dude just has a great sense of what's going on and how he can make a play, and in in the moment he just he he figures it out. I'm going I'm going football savant Sandborn. The, yeah. the, he's got a, he's got a great feel for the game. Really, there's always that one undrafted guy that stands out from the bunch. And honestly, I I I think I think he'd be special special player. Yeah, I don't know that I remember one standing out this much though this early. Like I knew that like I know there's some examples where like. Bryce Callahan, you kind of knew that was in the mix to play nickel, but you're like, yeah, he's in the mix. I mean, this dude's on the field. Playing every snap. <laughs> and, and a menace out there with 
But what did we talk about Roquan Smith earlier in the year? Oh, yeah, you know, it's a new defense. They're not two-gapping anymore. D-line's not playing well enough, so he's getting more blockers in his face. Well, it doesn't seem to be bothering Sanborn. He's playing fast. He's getting around those guys. He's beating them to the spots. Yeah, I, the, the one play that we broke down when he, I mean, completely two-gapped Tanya. Tanya sees oh, yeah. him coming, and he jacks him Bam. up and sheds him and then takes on the guard like, that's big time football. Like you don't see that too too many times in this NFL, right? It's all about speed and finesse a little bit, especially at the linebacker position. Like he's old school, downhill, hit you in the mouth, and he can run too. So it's 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 great to see. He is playing. Um, I mean, the, with confidence. I don't know how else you say. It. He does not care who he's he, going he, up against. He's going to throw his body into you and win and be more physical. When, when he is hurting a giant center who's uh, – just looking at Josh Myers without looking up his height weight, he looks like one of the bigger cent- centers I've seen. He looks seen. like a tackle. <laughs> yeah, and he's just repeatedly pounding that guy into the ground when they're trying to pull him onto the, the backer. I, I'm, it's really Dude, impressive. Dude's got a chip on his shoulder the size of Montana. Undrafted, huh? I mean, how about the size of Wisconsin? Okay, fine. That's, 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 that's fine. The size of 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 Madison of Lake Zurich of the the pride of Eau Claire. Did I say that right? I don't. Know, I'm just naming cities in Wisconsin to show he's you how much I appreciate this state. He's from Lake Zurich. I know that he's from Lake Zurich. I'm just saying you you want you want all the Wisconsin love. Let's talk about let's let's talk about the beauty of uh, let's talk about the beauty of Lake Nabagamon up north. No, okay. Listen, I can't. I cannot express how much enjoyment I get out of watching that dude play football. It, it, he is, he is a, a breath of fresh air on that defense that is in need of like 17 more breaths of fresh air. My, yeah. my new favorite thing is you're like our internal PA announcer during the game. Every time Sanborn makes a play, you just hear Carm go, Sanborn. <laughs> Sam God. <laughs> Sanborn. The made- whole game. Dude, there's going to be a lot of Jack Sanborn jerseys going into next year for I, sure. I got mine on the way. Hello. Really? Yeah. Wow. I ordered it. That's, you I, have a Hester's? I might. I seriously might have to get a 23 just to, just yeah, to cal- calm down the, the, the narrative out there. But I, I ordered it. Uh, it hasn't come yet, but it'll, I'm sure it'll pop up at some point here unless somebody stole my Sanborn. <laughs> I kind of do worry about it in my storage facility. But yeah, his confidence is off the charts. And, and from a young guy, uh, that's, that's awesome to see. Especially like it's it's not like you're a rotational end where you have to play a little bit here and there. He's playing every snap. He's making all the calls, all the checks. He's seeing everything. He's reading, reacting. That's the most impressive part about that. Well, and it's, I mean, for Ryan Poles, it's huge. You've got 1,700 needs. <laughs> you have this dude who's going to be paid nothing. And... uh you got him for two more years. And you got him for, uh, right, two more years. And, and by the right? way. Yeah. With, a, with yeah, an undrafted? Undrafted, okay. yeah. Okay. And, and by the way, well, and then there's a restricted, restricted free agency after, after that, that, too. So, so it, it helps you out to keep him even beyond that. I um, I happened to catch Ryan Poles' interview on the pregame show on the radio yesterday and uh, with Joniak, and it's something the way he talked about Sanborn was like, you could tell he – because I think there's a lingering question out there, like how legit is this, right? 
Like, is this just a guy right. who's putting together like a four game? Now it's a five game sample. Yeah. People, now it's a five game sample, and like you just like, is this really for real? Like, the, like it's at some point he's going to meet his match or something. And he, he just then he keeps stacking it, and the way Poles answered the question, he, he, the way he's just like, I'm really happy for him. Like it, it sounded like he views him as a as a long term piece, as he should. He should, a, yeah, a thousand percent. But it's just great to see because I, I felt like he should have at least been drafted. You know. Fourth to seven rounds somewhere like his yeah, college tape, he just well, he put up numbers. Like, well, when we were getting late in the sixth, seventh round on draft day, I was like, I'm like, pick him. Bears had like 18 seventh round picks or whatever it was. I was like, draft him, draft him, and then they didn't. And he somehow goes undrafted. I'm like, that guy should be one of the first phone calls that's made. And then sure enough, though, he was a priority free agent for them. He, he's one of the first calls they made. They gave him a little bit more than they give other guys, and he stayed right here I'm in not. Chicago where he belongs. Listen, we can just call it what it is. You, African-American guy, uh, you, you might get downgraded at quarterback. White guy, safety, linebacker, you might get downgraded. The, 1,000%. Right. They questioned the speed, and I think he ran faster than Lance Briggs. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> it, no, it is, a, it is a thing. It's a double yeah. standard in this of, league. Of course it hands is. Hands down. Of course right? it, it is. And, and you, so it's unfortunate. That guy with all that talent. Yeah. Didn't didn't get drafted, but you know he, he's going to make up for it, and he's going to get paid if he can continue with this eventually. It's it's really tough for white guys out there. We've <laughs> <laughs> really we've really had a tough run. Yeah. The bias, but yeah, but it's true on the NFL level that that is an actual thing. Secondary 1, 1, and linebacker. So and he's sure good for you, buddy. The sarcasm font that was uh, yes, in, of course, in, in of course. Voice. I was kidding. Hey, I um, missed that one. Then you're you on. talked about the secondary. <laughs> You never know these days. Okay. I, that's true, too, yep. I guess. Come, um, come back from the bye week, Carm's gone. <laughs> easy. Easy. Whoa. Easy. Easy, team. I hope not. I hope not. That's a legit possibility. No, it's not. Okay. You, all right, you mentioned the secondary earlier, yeah. and I do think they deserve praise. Oh. I was very impressed. I was not expecting that. Four out of five starters gone. Jalen Jones. Um is out there and it's like who's who's going to be the nickel josh blackwell's in there josh blackwell had a very interesting game for me because i was really impressed i've been impressed with him already this year with what he's done on special teams he he was not with the bears in camp he's he's somebody they got off waivers he came in early on in the season, got thrown into special teams. All of a sudden, he's making plays as a gunner. He's getting down there. He's making tackles on kickoff. All consistently. these consistently, consistently, yeah. You know, showing those instincts we're talking about with Sanborn. Honestly, like the dude just plays. He and he's got he's got really impressive speed. So now he gets thrown out there on defense at the slot corner. That quite frankly, like Kyler Gordon, your second round draft pick, he's had some highs and he's had a lot of lows. And it just looked something about it looked natural to me. Did you see the rub route they tried to run yep. with Jalen Jones and and they the communication and the way they just like sort of went through each other and stayed locked. Granted, he was going running with Randall Cobb, who's yep. he's probably f- considerably faster than these days. Um, but he stayed with them like glue, and Rogers still tried to throw it up, and it didn't matter. Like it was just really good coverage for two young guys. I was really impressed with that play. Yeah, I, I think we might have a player in him for sure. So it's always good. And we talked about this. These last few weeks is all about evaluation, right, for, for the future. We're seeing what Jack Sanborn could do, with Blackwell, some of these guys. So it's, it's great to see. And another guy on the defensive line, uh, Andrew Andrew Brown, right, is it? Yeah. Andrew Brown. Yeah. He flashed a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, 
remember I talked about that three technique penetrating in the run game? He was driving guards back on a couple plays. It was great to see. Yeah. Justin Jones did it a few times as well. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Andrew Brown, it was good to see somebody flash, right? Like, 100%. I was like, who the hell is 94? I was like, there's penetration? Yeah. What's that? I, yeah. We haven't seen much of that. So it was, it was great to see. The Blackwell thing is interesting, though, because I don't know, Kendall Vildor is going to want to get healed up real quick here and get back out on the field, <laughs> right? right? I mean, this, this is but, Wally Pip, right? Here today, gone yeah, tomorrow. But here's the thing when you talk about, like, what. I mean, you could make an argument. I don't think you have to because they found the guy. But you can make an argument that Sanborn should have been in there earlier this yes. season. Yes. Right? Yes. You're not going to yeah. know these things until you let them play. And so the Roquan Smith trade opened up the door for this guy, and you found an answer. So what I mean, when I say that Blackwell had an interesting game for me yesterday, it wasn't a perfect game, he, but he, it was far from disastrous, and it impressed me enough that I want to see more of it. So what I'm kind of getting at is if I'm the Bears, I'm wondering if when you evaluate things in the bye week, I would hope Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker can return after the bye. You get an extra week of rest now. They've already missed a couple games. Do you say, all right, as much as we thought we liked Kyler as our you know, future inside corner, which is an important position in this defense, do we say, let's concentrate on the outside for these last four games? Yep. Like, just play out there, yep. focus on one position, and then give Josh Blackwell an opportunity to play more in the slot. Because if you don't give him that opportunity, how are you going to know? No, I agree with you. That's, that's what you have to do at this point. And like I talked about, evaluation. So you got to see if Gordon can play that as well, right? Then you have options. You have Blackwell as well. So going into the offseason, you have some answers for some positions on the back half. Because I think the back half is definitely the stronger unit as far as the defense goes. And then defensive line and offensive line, I think – those are going to be the, the major things we address. And people are talking about, you know, weapons for Justin Fields. We obviously have to do that. But if the offensive line and defensive line aren't strong, that's how you win games in this league, right? The, the teams that have really solid offensive and defensive lines, you look at what Dallas is doing, yeah. um, that's, that's how you win championships. So how many guys do you need up front to make the up front sing? So we need, we need two uh, defensive ends, right? We need, we need a, a left end. That's a really good uh, run stopper that'll give you five to eight sacks, somewhere in that range. And then you need a, a right end that's an absolute stud that'll give you ten double-digit sacks. Um, and then you need a three technique, uh, an absolute stud in there that's going to get off the football, penetrate, rush the passer, and move Justin Jones to the nose. So you need three, three guys. guys. Three. We need three guys. And then and eventually dra uh, draft some guys in, in maybe third, fourth round. That are that are pass rushers. Um, you're gonna you're gonna have to hit on a free agent. You're gonna have to hit on on a top draft pick, and you're gonna have to hit on a late round guy. Real, yep. Realistically, yeah, that's that's a thousand percent what's gonna happen. Um, yeah. Which he, is which is why I don't necessarily, you know, when you say Super Bowl by next year, it, it's a process. Your quarterback better be scoring thirty points a week, which he already has shown an ability to do. But. Listen. Uh, I don't want to be completely out there guaranteeing that the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl next year because yep. that would be a little too tall for me. But, Not uh, for you, but. Yeah, you know, or just the guy that says they're going to be the Bengals <laughs> at 10 and 7 yeah. that just that got to the Super Bowl. What was going over there with Lawrence? I don't know what you're <laughs> laughing at. It's funny. I just laughed at that comment. That's funny. You seem more offended by his laugh than what I said. It was really funny. Uh, but what if, what, if, what if Leatherwood can be an option, though? 
Yeah. That would that would be really good, right? Braxton Jones, you get him stronger this offseason. Well, Leatherwood at right tackle. So so that's the interesting thing yeah. to, to going back to what you were saying. Like who and and that you're teeing up, Hogue, who are who do they want to see in these final four games? What what strategy are as they sit down and they're we're gonna hear from Flus today at one forty five and then they're off for the week. What strategy are they coming out of for the final four weeks to maximize the opportunity of these games to, to set themselves up? I would I think the Blackwell thing makes sense. The Leatherwood thing definitely makes sense. And then you look at the wide receivers. Do you do you not know? Do you know? Do you do you have enough information on Byron Pringle that you should be giving whatever you should be giving more rips to Nikhil Harry? I thought that Fields had an interesting comment yesterday. You know absolutely. Throwing the ball up, that dude's coming down with it. That sounds like a quarterback who wants to see more from the and guy. Trust that you, him. Yeah. So, you know, how are you strategizing these final four games again to set yourself up best for for the off season? Well, or, yeah. or maybe it doesn't matter. Like uh, the talent's the talent, the, and these guys suck, and we guess we need more people in here, and we already know everything that we need to know. That's probably not true. Yeah. D line is number one. I I think. But like, so so okay on the D line. What the, do you want to see? The thing is, I don't know what's left to evaluate with the D line this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the, unfortunately, there's not that. No. There's not the Alex Leatherwood. There's yeah. not the. I'm disappointed that uh, Travis Gibson has kind of just disappeared. I am too. I'm disappointed that Dominic Robinson, who had a great debut to the season, has sort of just fizzled out. Now, does he just need a? a he's. I mean, been, he obviously needs to get stronger. Yeah. He needs to get stronger, and he's got a ways to go here. But at least he's been like around the football a couple times. Lately. He played better in the run yesterday, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. pass rush, yeah, was was non-existent. Right. But yeah, it's just I'm, I'm hoping the last couple weeks they give Alex Leatherwood an audition and say hey because if he plays well you know that you got two good options at tackles that that are potentially going to be here for years to come Braxton Jones I think he could be the left tackle of the future I just said he's got to get stronger yeah reminds me of David Bakhtiari in his first year right had very good feet struggled against power so Braxton Jones he's he's been getting better you know especially against the power rushes uh they tried to give him a lot of power uh yesterday he held up better against it. So it's a learning experience. And, and if we could have a left tackle that they feel confident in and Leatherwood becomes an option, that alleviates the concerns. Then we can address the defensive uh, line a lot more. And congrats to the Bears O-line. Didn't allow a sack yesterday. I mean, it's pretty, pretty good. I mean, not, not and Fields was creative at, at times, but it, he, it was not like he was running for his life back there. No, and even like the play that Flus called his most impressive play of the game was when he snuck up in the pocket Looked like he could have run, and instead, and I'm looking at the film, like, I can't wait to see the end zone angle of this because I was like, how did he even see Cole Komet over there? That All of a sudden, he just, like, threw his pop pass to the left, and he's wide open. I'm like, that's either just good instincts and knowing where your guys are or keeping your eyes downfield, which is something he has improved on as season has gone along. When he is when he's scrambling, he is keeping his eyes downfield more. And I just liked on that particular play, he – the, the offensive line kept all the rushers outside, which gave him the lane to step up in, and he took it, and then he still realized, oh, I got this guy over here, and just the instincts to throw it, that was a really impressive play. That, that was impressive, the one to uh, St. Brown. when he know, that, that for me was a big-time play because he knew he was going to get blasted by Dean Lowry on yes. that play. Like, you know it. You know it, and early on in the season when he's about to take a hit, he kind of short-arm throws. He knows he's going to get blasted. He steps into it, completes the ball, 
and he doesn't short arm anything. So that that was a big time growth play from just and he puts it right on the money to St. Brown. And he got blasted. Hit he got hit right in the chin there. Ooh, yeah. Could argue it should have been a penalty. Did a Bears quarterback in your time wearing the uniform ever throw a bomb straight on the money? Like that play was. <laughs> I'm I'm serious. I can't re- I, I, think, I think Jay Cutler had a yeah, few come to on, Brandon man. Marshall. Are, come on. You are disrespectful to Cutler. Uh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. But Cutler, I don't remember. He, Cutler I, made bad decisions, but he you, could cu- still throw I'll, I'll ropes. Cutty would throw a great ball in, in you know, a great corner route, whatever. Right. I'm, but like, like a sheer bomb? He threw something it. to Brandon Marshall on the money. 100%. I, I think like I this. Go back and watch. Jay Cutler had all the tools. And I've, I've always said this. I think like as a quarterback – He's not the standard quo, status quo quarterback that is the leader that when the game's on the line, it's like, oh, let's go, guys. Let's rally the troops. But he had all the talent. So, yeah, I, I think I think his – Making splash plays was not Cutler's downfall. Yeah. No, he would he, – yes, he would thread the needle. And, it was decision-making at times. Right. He, 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 he'd rely on his arm and he'd, he'd, he'd throw a bullet in between two dudes and touch down Brandon or touch down Alshon. I'm, but I'm just talking about – I'm talking about a, a bomb – on a rope that was 50-plus yards. Uh, Dave Mann in the chat says he had, that Cuddy had a great deep pass to Johnny Knox against Dallas. Is that the one? This is literally the first play I Googled. And that wasn't like, that He had to wait for it. He waited for that. He did wait for it a little bit. <laughs> no, but he, he threw There's some a balls. whole highlight no. reel. I know Let me, okay, that, oh, look at that. Your first one he waited for. Right at the 50. That's not, oh, that's, that's 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 not it either. <laughs> that's not it either. Oh! That's not it either. But, yeah, Cutler, so did his attitude influ- influence how you felt of about Of course. Him? Okay. Of course. So, of right, course. you want the quarterback that's. Of course, I like Justin Field as a human being. As, uh, as my, a leader, right? Yes, as, as, as in everything. Like, there's, there's so much more to enjoy about Fields, both on and off the field. Like, um, yeah, there's one of Johnny Knox against the Cowboys. Yeah, so somebody was saying. Yeah, it. that was for sure on the. Just you're just mad. Cutler was at the game yesterday. I'm just uh, all his I, kids are are big Fields fans. They got his autograph. Okay, all I did was ask Wood a question. I think Fields. I just asked Wood a question. Did I think I, you did, should give Cutler some credit for how Fields played yesterday. Just the presence of Cuddy in the building. Oh, that I was think. what it was. Yep. Right, I forgot. I, I had forgotten until this moment that Cuddy was there. Until <laughs> until <laughs> now. All right. Um, we were at a tailgate yesterday too in the morning. It was. Uh, pretty damn cold out i was impressed that the people that were there i've never played bags or cornhole with gloves on <laughs> but braggs was still doing it bunch of people at the tailgate they were still playing and they sh- i'm glad they were because we have these awesome shy town custom cornhole boards they're the number one cornhole provider for chicagoland and illinois since 2007 their signature box style design can be digitally printed covered in vinyl and painted the boards come with built-in drink holders that are recessed on the back and LEDs that light up the hole and the exterior, handles for easy carrying, and handcrafted scorekeepers. It's a veteran-owned and operated company. They ship anywhere. They offer local pickups if you're in this area, specializing in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event, wedding gifts, gifts for all occasions, and especially those tailgates like the one we had yesterday and Backyard Barbecues. Check it out at their website, ShytownCornhole.com. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Shytown Custom Cornhole Boards. It los four amigos. I'm watching you. Remember what Cuddy's record as a bear is called uh, Straight 500, which is not, as you put in there, awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be average. 
kind of awesome. Yeah. This team. <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> time yeah. you go 500. All right. Yeah. Well, if you were making a bet with, with Cuddy on DraftKings Sportsbook, you would not know if you were going to win or lose because it was either going to be a win and or a loss because he was a 500 guy and you never knew when it, who was going to show up. Sometimes he'd be great. Sometimes he wouldn't. But you still should download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code CHGO. You put a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game. You get $150 in free bets if they do. That is the deal right now. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with that code CHGO. And don't forget that um, they've got some great same-game parlays going on. Parlay. Jason Palai. Highland Park High School. Same game parlays. Yes. Combine multiple pets, uh, like which team will win, throw in a player prop, throw in a point total, make it even more fun. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Take on the big bucks. Do it at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download that app now and live the dream. All right. Before we get to the updated draft order, I'm told we have a, a super chat that we must get to. Well, I, yeah. I just thought we should uh, address uh, vibe and with. The dogs, because uh, it is uh, something that uh, Braggs has been uh, helping, or I don't know. They've been going back and forth in the chat about it. So, basically, uh, Vibin says, if Fields is frustrated, should we trade him now and take a QB with a second pick? What would a trade package look for for Fields? And then kind of uh, Braggs and, and this person went back and forth, and I think... <laughs> Vibin is basically saying that we were we were looking for clicks with our, our title of Fields being frustrated. The frustration is boiling over. So. I will own the Fields being frustrated title. Uh, and after rewatching his video, his press conference, I, I actually would question myself that I, I'm not even. I, 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 I think his frustration is just Fields is just honest about uh, what he would like to have seen happen yesterday. The guy's actually. I, I, don't, I don't know. It, we do put a question mark on it. I don't yeah. think he actually is. I think he is frustrated. But I don't think he's he's going he to win, he's especially not, against the Packers. Yeah. Like he, he the, ain't defeated. No, not, none of that's going. Well, on. Nobody's trading Justin Fields. And no one's he, trading he is our Justin quarterback Fields in the future. Ever. So. I mean, you can make a decision that wasn't the best decision and still also be frustrated that your wide receiver didn't help you out because it probably still shouldn't have been an interception. Exactly. Does that make sense? So I I don't think the frustration thing is completely invalid but i you oh, know he's definitely frustrated yeah he's, he's frustrated i but i you know on this particular topic and it definitely wasn't clickbait man it's just a it's just a title on a thing we're, we're <laughs> people, people get mad about the titles Pe- cory wooten's here people are coming to, we don't need clickbait cory wooten's here they're coming to hang out with cory <laughs> anyway um no i'm just kidding but like I, I i definitely don't have a problem with anything he said yesterday except for the thing he said about montgomery only because i don't agree with it I just Kevin Jenkins got blown up on that play. That was he, the problem with that third and five. A couple fiber. times by Kenny Clark. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, I, I think his back still might be a little jacked up. Well, and he has been honest um, that the bull rushes are the things. Yeah, that, and that, Kenny Clark is probably arguably one of the most yeah. powerful D tackles in the game right now. Play, playing with, like, one elbow, still still has got the power. So, yeah, th- those back injuries with offensive alignment are tough, man, because you got so yeah. much weight on there. He's got the hip, too. All, all I'm saying is my ears perk, perked up. It was an interesting comment, yeah, right? But like, I, uh, as somebody who has sat in those rooms after games for years and just wanted for honest evaluations of, of, a, of a key play in the game and has been repeatedly told, ah, I got to watch the film. I got to watch the film. I got to watch the film. And then they come back Monday, and sometimes they'll give you an answer. Most times they still don't. I, I, I appreciate him. I get He's not it. throwing anybody on the bus. He's just explaining what happened. I, I, I get I, it. I think he'll change from that. I think. Probably they're going to talk to him and say, hey, listen, in that situation, 
you just got to take the blame for it, you know, and, and just keep it moving at that point, right? It's, it's all a growing experience, right? This is this is first year really being a true starter, like Le- Le- having Ch- the keys to everything. Yeah, they don't need to be coaching him on how to handle press conferences. They, they, they're he's good. Justin Fields is a smart guy. He's 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 been there, done that, and been, you know. When you're the quarterback at Ohio State and you're playing a national championship game, you know, you're not – this is not your first rodeo. Exactly. Hopefully we can get – Yeah, Gene yeah. Smith has prepared him well. I'm sure it, there's it, This is a trying. frustration because this – the talent on this team as a whole, especially defensively, is tough because Justin Fields and the offense have played good enough in a yeah. bunch of games to win it, especially Miami, right? That's a game where arguably the, the best offense – you're going toe-to-toe with them about yeah. how they started the season, and you got the game on lock – and special teams touchdown really ended that, you know, right. and the defense is not playing well. So it's just a combination of frustration. He's he's won his whole career, uh, high school, college at Ohio State. I think he had, what, one loss in college? Yeah, it's two. So he's two, not used yeah. to losing. Yeah. I don't think he had a regular season loss in college. Or one regular season, whatever yeah. it is. It's crazy. Um, but that's where I do think the offense needs to take a little bit more blame for yesterday. He scored three points in the second half. I don't, I don't put this game in the category of – they did enough to win. No, they didn't. Do. They they didn't do enough to win yesterday offensively, in my opinion. I, I think it's interesting if, if you break it out. Who who has played well enough to win this year? The quarterback has played well enough to win. Yeah. The running backs have played well enough to yep. win. The secondary, for the most part, has played well enough to win. Agree. Where they haven't played well enough to win is up front on defense. And I would say the offensive line on offense has played well enough to win. So in half, from a run perspective, yes, not pass protection. True, but it's gotten better. It, it, I do agree that it's gotten better. It has it de- definitely gotten better. Those so. guys, and I've had some of these discussions with them. I actually have a thing coming out this week. I think people are liking the newsletter on the offensive line. But um, So, I mean, if, if, if that makes me, like, slightly optimistic. If you can, with all your might, address the defensive line. Yep. I think that's going to be a majority of our, our yeah. attention. That, then, then maybe you can make a huge leap next year. A few minutes left here on the show. Um, let's go through the updated draft order, which is important with the results coming in this weekend. And the Bears, of course, with their loss. Are Check out Pulls. Look at that. He was rocking that jacket Ooh. yesterday, the Sunnies. It is a nice. Are those Shady Rays? Hope they're Shady Rays. Shady Rays, maybe? I like that. I like that number two. So the Bears at number two with their loss. Again, they uh, don't have the tiebreaker over um, – it's actually Denver or the Rams picks that will go to Seattle and Detroit. So it's really the Broncos and the Rams that you need to be looking at in the standings. Um, they do not have the tiebreaker over those two teams, but those two teams play each other coming up. So one of them will lose, which means the Bears, if they lose out, are still guaranteed a top three draft pick. The worst they would be would be number three if they do not win again, which is a very realistic possibility yep. considering the schedule coming up. Eagles, Bills, Lions are playing a lot better. you got to go on the road forward. The tricky one could be in Week 18 against a Vikings team that may be able to rest their starters depending on what's going on there. So what happens if they win a game? Also interesting, and some of these teams are going to win again, obviously, that we're looking at, but the teams with four wins, um, Indianapolis, of course, has that tie, which – pumps them down a little bit. So you're really looking at Arizona to that eight spot. Well, Carolina and New Orleans play each other. So one of those teams is also going to win a game before it's all said and done. Unless they tie. Still, though, that would help. So 
if the Bears were to win one more game, they are still guaranteed a top seven pick. Right. So win one game, they're still in the top seven. If they lose out, they're definitely in the top three. I can't see a scenario in which they win two games. No. I think one maybe against the Lions. That's that's the only one I could see potentially. But you don't have the, the, Lions, the Lions who scored in every possession yesterday. Come off in a bye going at the Eagles. <laughs> fly, Eagles, fly. You know? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but see, that's the stuff that happens in the NFL. It does. They're like, oh, yeah, it's the Bears. Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Justin Fields scrambles for 200-something yards, throws for 250. and no. Didn't I don't Jacksonville think win a game in the last week I mean, of they've the season been, a couple years ago that look, screwed let, them? Let's not know. forget, we've been in basically every single game all year long. That's why they say any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Right? J- Jamie Foxx at quarterback, uh, L.O. Cool J at running back. You just never know on any <laughs> given Sunday. <laughs> you Did you pick them yesterday? Pick. Your pick. Didn't you, you have the Bears? Yes, I did. Yeah, me too. Idiots. <laughs> It was looking good. One, one, one it thing, was for one, a second. One thing I want to talk to you guys is, is about Luke Getzey's play calling inside the 30. Yeah. Let's right? go. Like right before we get in the red zone. Like he, he gets very tight with his play calling. It's, it's very open and, you know, things are, are flowing. And then all of a sudden we get in there, he gets a little tight. He's like, okay, let's do a toss sweep. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. And then <laughs> we'll do a pitch play. Like, uh, wh- wh- why? Justin I Fields know. just completed three passes. We're, we're, we're going. Why not a downhill run? And then all of a sudden, he just gets, he gets tight in those situations. So he's got these last four weeks, he really has to work on his play calling in the red zone. Because I feel like that's the reason why we haven't been able to close out these games. Wow. That, that is a 100% the reason. We'll have to pull that clip right there. Yeah. That's a big. I agree. They need to be a little bit more aggressive in those situations. Offensively. Because think about how many field goals have we had in situations, right? Too damn many. And just look at the matchup. How many times has Aaron Rodgers come back on the Bears? It, like, you knew it was when it was nineteen ten. I'm like, yeah, we know how this ends. We know exactly how this is going to end, and and I couldn't believe that they were actually plus two seventy five on the money line on, yeah. on, in Vegas. Good job at that moment because it was like I love live betting. This this always ends with the Packers winning. You have to put your foot on the gas. And he got really conservative, yes, like in, in the, the third quarter. Like when we were nineteen ten, he just got okay. Let's let's run the ball here. Oh, third down or whatever. Let's let's do a run. You're like, what is going on right here? It's all of a sudden like you start getting tight. We're it's, not we're not playing for anything at this point. We're just trying to evaluate and get our quarterback better, get the offense better. He apparently has a lot of confidence in that offensive line calling run plays, which is a little crazy. Uh, but from from my standpoint. You want to give your quarterback as many opportunities to make as many plays as possible and let him grow. Yeah. Quit trying to think. Quit thinking about winning the game. You, know, <laughs> like you, let, you, you probably are going to win it by, just by letting by Fields lose. By play calling better in yeah. those situations. But don't worry. Like you're, you're trying to like squeeze out a victory running yeah. the ball. Dude, just let, let him but let But him don't throw. you think once we get inside like that red zone area, like things get tight play calling wise. And then it's very uncharacteristic of what he's doing. Once we get up at that point, right? Yeah. Things are flowing and matching, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, toss, toss. Uh, you let's run here, run here. Third down and, and six. Let's run the – you're like, what? And we, They and also we got away our, from – like early in the game they had no problem running fields, and then I think you only had two runs in yeah. the whole second half. So Are you trying know. to make this press conference there? I am. Animal? So quickly, let's go through our yeah. super chats. Okay. Because um, I am going to try to get up to Alice Hall. 
we need you on that wall. I'll let you read this. This is, this is by the way, Vibin is Elise. She is uh, yeah. who Vibin is. I'm going to be completely honest with you on this question. I I have not sat down and develop and watch the centers. Yeah. So, um, and, and I I think the center position, that's that's not my chief concern. Like I think we got Lucas Patrick next year. Uh, see what Stay he can healthy. do. Uh, and I think the the center isn't that important when we're talking about the offensive line. We Lucas Patrick, I think he can fill that need if he's healthy. But I think it's more about the, the, the tackle position that we have to address more so than yeah. anything. All right. Let's, um, what else we got? Marky Mark, Leatherwood, or Borum to finish the rest of the year. Yeah, I, I think it's Leatherwood time. I think it's time 1, to see what Leatherwood could do. Um, they worked him in a rotation. Now he's got another week off with because I obviously he's been dealing with that mono, and we heard yesterday like more of the details on that and how much you know that's really set him back. Leatherwood time. Give him the keys, right? We, we got to value. He's a yeah. former first round pick for a reason. His right. name is Leatherwood. Never mind. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Leatherwood time. Chainsaw massacre. You like that? All right, uh, Evan. We need to reinforce the trenches in free agency and address edge and receiver in the draft. So much talent on the front lines. Our free agents in 2023. Yep, gotta do it all. Uh, Kevin, jumping in here, can we talk free agency? What talent is even available to surround fields with? No alpha wide receivers available in free agency. I'll give you some, Kevin. Let me let me let me let me get in front of me because I've been writing them down. Do we turn to Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs instead? No. Kevin, I'll tell you what. We're gonna hold that for tomorrow. We'll come back. No, I'm being serious. We'll, yeah. Instead of giving a five second answer, we'll address it tomorrow. In depth. No, let's have Carm look it up right now and yeah. figure it out. And also, oh, stop. I've in the got first three months of the offseason. You know, we have, we definitely have times. But well, we're good. We're good think, at running back. Think, think, think Darren Payne. Think Javon Hargrave. Think about those. Think defense. Yep. Yeah. Kevin Hargrave would be Hargrave. Oh, I like him a lot. Come on. Imagine, imagine a three technique that gets upfield oh, and yeah. pass rushes. That'd be nice. Woo! Uh, that'd, that'd be, be nice. good. He's a little. He's a little. He's he's thirty, but. All right. I'll take it. Okay. Apparently, Greg Braggs gets last uh, word. Why did we play Darrington Evans? Rise and shine. I like his burst. He had a 21-yard run. Should use him more. David Montgomery sucks. Nobody disrespects David Montgomery more than Greg Braggs. It's, it's so, he's it's, a Swiss Army knife, right? He can do it all. Catch it out of the backfield, block, run. I love Montgomery. He is. But he just doesn't have that burst like like Evans or, or Khalil Herbert. He picks up important yeah. yards. He, he fit thunder and lightning. That's yep. all we need, right? Let's get out of here. What, what kind of green juice you got in there? Uh, this is Braggs' water bottle. It's, uh, it's brick juice. <laughs> this is what... Um, From two weeks ago. This is what I go to work with. There's there's a bunch of particles floating in here, which means I think Braggs has an issue with the backwash, oh perhaps. Jeez, uh, Braggs. I think you it's know. probably because it's been sitting there for a week. It, I mean, it's it, this is what's growing, and and it's and honestly, it's it's putting us in danger <laughs> at at CHGO. So I mean, that, at any point, if anyone wants to th- just throw that entirely away, I'm fine with that. That, that is that is disgusting, Braggs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, I mean, it looks like. Let's be honest. That's like a combination of Gatorade and urine no, no, with, it's, with, it's with, with floating particles. High C ecto cooler. And the fact the that he wore gloves when you played bags, a cornhole, brags. I thought you were a tough guy. <laughs> I thought you were a Tommy tough guy, like we have in New Jersey, where I'm from. You're not a real tough guy there. I but, tell you that, there, brags. And let me tell you something. We've got some really bad ping pong players in this company. 
Uh, but I haven't seen anybody as bad as Greg Braggs. This guy is just a wow. straight embarrassment on the on the on, right. Wow. All right. Yo, all I right. thought he was the alpha male. Gosh. You know what? He was the well, only wait, one no, of us. I, I'm actually as a ping pong like Guru? good player that I am. I'm actually going to give Braggs credit. I don't think ping pong is alpha male. I, I no, think it that's, is. That's me. Pickleball, ping know. pong. I'll give him credit. I, I it goes it goes yeah, hand in hand with pumping iron. By the right? way, we got on an eight thirty Zoom call this morning. He was the only one out there in the freezing oh. cold laying brick. He, I didn't see you out there in the cold. I was out the door. You were half asleep uh, over in that chair and with a ski hat on inside. <laughs> Oh, look at Braggs. All right, end the show because you guys are talking about me. All right, we actually should do that. I got to get to the house. Hey, All right. we, we, we love you, Greg Braggs. You know this. We do. And, and we will polish Rick the city. Rick we might even juice. wash it. The real tough guy. <laughs> you, says, you are I a real tough guy. I regret the super chat. All right. <laughs> We love you, buddy. Uh, make sure you sign up to be a diehard at allchgo.com. <laughs> Level up your fandom. Get your 20% off all the merch, events. we got the Bulls takeover coming up in a couple weeks. Make sure you check that out. Should be a great event. More Bears tailgates coming up, too. Uh, again, you get a discount on all of those events if you are a CHGO diehard. Go check it out, allchgo.com slash diehard. Um, diehards also get my bears newsletter on Wednesday mornings. That'll be coming up as we go into the bye week We'll be back tomorrow on Tuesday. Do we have a special guest tomorrow or not? We might. Uh, we are working we on might. a special guest. Too, if, uh, but you should tune in anyway, regardless of yeah, my grades, we'll break it all down for you. Yeah. Uh, back at it tomorrow at noon.